This podcast is sponsored by Explore Worldwide. Explore offers guided travel holidays from city breaks to honeymoons. Explore's local tour guides and their small group adventures give travellers the opportunity to experience a country and not merely observe it. Whether it's a food and drink tour in the hilltop towns of Tuscany or a walking tour in the rice fields of Vietnam, Explore puts their trust in the quality of their local tour leaders so you get a better insight into your holiday destination. Head to exploreworldwide.com. Hello, I'm Simon Calder, welcoming you to my independent travel podcast, bringing you the latest news on travelling, whether you're just dreaming of sunshine or actually making plans for an adventure. As America opens up, I've been talking to some of the first arrivals from the UK in 20 months and finding out more about the rules that will affect them and possibly you if you decide to go west to the United States. By travelling via Canada, Niagara Falls and the American city of Buffalo, I made it to Orlando in Florida in time to meet some of the hundreds of people who flew in. When the first flight from Manchester, or anywhere else in the UK for that matter, to Orlando touched down after the ban on British travellers was lifted, I was waiting to greet the Virgin Atlantic arrivals in the company of the airport's chief executive, Phil Brown. We've been looking forward to this day for a long time. We've worked hard trying to convince the federal government that they need to open back up for for a lot of different reasons, not the least of which you have a lot of folks from Great Britain that have homes here. They haven't been able to see their homes or the homes they built. And then the experience. I know that it's been a challenge for everybody in Great Britain with COVID, but this is an opportunity where they can come and enjoy what we have to offer. And it's something that you can't get on a Zoom call. And among the first passengers to emerge from the media scrum were a couple of property owners, Joe and Sue Mann from Manchester. We have a, we have a, a place here, so we spend the winters here. And, uh, but we've about 18 months away and a lockdown away as well, so it was really hard, but we're really looking forward to uh, wintering out here now. And the flight was great. Everything was very smooth, actually. We thought we'd be held up. through, yeah. Yeah, we were the first plane to land, apparently. We're the very first plane, so... You are? There was no queue, yeah, so we just went straight through customs. Fantastic. But what about all the bureaucracy you had to sort out in advance? Yeah, we didn't have to do that. You know, it wasn't as bad as I went to Spain three weeks ago, didn't we? And and that, that was worse, really, I thought, you know. It was more straightforward. There was paperwork. But it was, it was paperwork, it and we had to have a, a test uh, three days before. And, um, but that, you know, that was a bit high stakes. What if you fail? Well, what indeed if you fail a pre-departure COVID-19 test? Clearly, you are not going anywhere. You need to self-isolate in accordance with the rules of the NHS or indeed the health authorities wherever you happen to be. That is going to be possibly expensive, particularly if you put together a trip in which the elements are different. Typically, and this is the first line of 
attack rather than going straight for your travel insurance, typically you will be able to speak to a uh, airline, to a holiday company, and you'll be able to say, look, this has happened. And they will normally, for no extra charge, say, okay, you can postpone your trip. There might be a cost element if you are postponing to a time when trips are more expensive, they may charge you the difference, but you're unlikely to lose all your money. If though you've booked maybe a separate hotel or a rental car on a deal where you can't just automatically cancel without penalty, in that case it is going to be, I'm afraid, quite tricky. You will be able to ask your insurance if you have booked a suitable policy where they do cover covid related problems like that otherwise well many people are booking very late including me and that of course gives less time for things to go wrong although it can mean that stuff sells out or gets very very expensive anyway assuming you do get there a bit more on what things you need to be aware of the first one is that any adults are recommended to take a test for covid between three and five days after arrival and for under 18s who haven't been vaccinated that is mandatory on day three day four or day five after you get there now for a time it looked as though you might be able to sneak in and get a, a free test because a number of places will do testing um, and they basically just say we want to find out whether people have covid and therefore we will give you a free test but that only applies to people in the community you'll need to have a local address which you almost certainly haven't got um, and you, the other facet is that very often these tests are charged to people's health care providers um, and your insurance company isn't going to enjoy getting a claim from you so you will need to do uh, a private test um, now the crucial thing is there is no facility for uploading the results and neither is there a requirement to do so. And so therefore, as long as you fulfill the letter of the rules, which is to take a test, that can quite happily be a self-administered PCR test. You're going to have to buy that and take it with you if you want to, or just pick one up at your local Walgreens or CVS uh, pharmacy in the US drugstore, of course, as uh, they would call it. And that's going to cost you typically $25 for two. So that's um, about £18, £9 each, and that will meet your obligation. And in terms of what you're going to have to do, in terms of having your uh, experience out there and wearing masks and so on, it is really quite extreme. For example, yesterday I was in upstate New York, absolutely gorgeous. Then the rule is simply do not wear a mask if you have been fully vaccinated. Well, obviously you could wear a mask, but nobody, almost nobody I saw was. Um, and then immediately you get on a uh, Frontier Airlines flight. And in order to get on, you have to agree to conditions, which include something where you say, if I am eating or drinking, I will wear my mask between bites and sips. Yes, so it's mask, 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 mask down, bite, mask, 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 mask down, sip. And you carry on like that. So it's an interesting experience. And as with anywhere in the world, you need to 
fit in with what everybody else is doing, particularly if, for instance, you're visiting a hospital in the northeast of England, perhaps. Make sure that uh, you comply with the mask rules. But any local will tell you what the uh, score is. They've got used to it after a while. And so I found that it was very easy just to say, well, what's the rules here then, please? Wherever you are, wherever you're going, that's all for now. Thank you very much for listening. Remember, you can get all the news you need 24 hours a day at independent.co.uk. If you follow that up with forward slash newsletters, you will be able to sign up for my weekly travel newsletter, which is free every Friday at 7am. For now, goodbye, stay safe, and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.